Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast for women who are ready to step out of society's expectations, discover their sole purpose, and work their light. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a full-time author and creative entrepreneur. My mission is to impact as many women as possible to go after the very things that set their souls on fire. If you're ready to stop playing small in a world that is desperate for you to play big, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 80. So this morning, I was reading a book called Sacred Powers by David G. I'm almost finished reading it, and it's really, really good. And there was a section in the book that sparked the idea for this podcast. And I'm titling this podcast, What You Choose to Believe Creates Your Reality. And I wanted to share a snippet of this book of Sacred Powers with you to kind of start off this podcast and get the thoughts and ideas flowing as to why what we choose to believe creates our reality. The part that really spoke to me this morning was from chapter 20 called The Sacred Power of Abundance, and this is on page 161. And David G. writes, When it comes down to conscious decision-making, whatever we end up choosing will become the seed for the next moment, hour, rest of our day, and ultimately the rest of our lives. The process of making a choice is one we were given by our earliest teachers, caregivers, and authority figures. We were taught a particular mindset in terms of how we should go about choosing things in life. We were trained and punished or rewarded based on the style, process, and methodology we employed and the results we experienced. But most important, we were conditioned regarding the consequences of our choices. For example, as a child, if you were shown three options and told simply to choose, most likely you chose one of the options. You may have thought about choosing more than one or even inquiring about other options, but that was frowned upon. So whenever that moment first happened, you shrunk your worldview on what was available to you. Most of our problem solving in school laid out a few options and instructed us to choose only one. We were encouraged to answer solely based on what was provided. Coloring outside the lines or choosing outside of the options provided was considered not following directions. Most times, if we were told to pick from three options, we were rarely, if ever, celebrated for coming up with a creative solution or a fourth option. So this passage in the book really spoke to me because it, it talks a lot about what I've been writing about, speaking about, you know, what I'm coming on here to share on this podcast about having a restrictive mindset, about having limiting beliefs and allowing those limiting beliefs to run the show and to essentially control your life. So like he said, you know, from a very young age, as students, when we're going to school, you know, when you're taking standardized testing and you have these choices and you have to pick the right answer, you may be curious about the other answers on the test. You may think that one option kind of sounds right. You know what I'm talking about. You have A, B, C, or D, and you're like, well, it's probably B, but it could be D because of the way the question is worded or the way the answer is worded. But because it's against the rules and it's not quote unquote following directions, we don't pick more than one answer because we get reprimanded, we get scolded. We understand that there are 
consequences and we face consequences even though now as adults looking back they might seem minor but what we don't realize is that this this situation this example right here has really shaped how we come to think as adults and what our mindsets look like in that they are restrictive mindsets instead of you know limitless possibility mindsets a great example, right? When I was in school, in elementary school, Pluto was a planet and I learned, and honestly, I don't even know where we stand on this topic anymore. I think they've said it's a planet again, but there was a while there where, you know, when I was in school taking a test, if the question said, you know, true or false, Pluto is a planet, I would have answered true and it would have been correct. But you know, 10 years later, we find out that scientists say, oh, it's actually not a planet. And then I think they went back on that and now they're saying that it is a planet. Again, I'm not really sure. I don't know all the details on that. But my point is that depending on the time frame, restrictions and limitations are always shifting. They're always changing based on our discoveries and also our elevation of consciousness. I've talked about this before, but I once held a restrictive mindset around how I could earn money or you know how I could make a living. So I grew up with this restrictive mindset thinking that there was only one path and that that one path involved going to college, getting a degree, and then getting a job in a corporate setting. That belief that I held for a very long time created behavioral patterns. Because I believed working a corporate job would make me a living and that that was the one path that I should pursue in order to do that, I had behaviors like work, you know, studying really hard, working really hard in school, applying to college, prioritizing my schoolwork over everything else. And eventually that led to me getting my degree. And then I had a belief that that degree would help me land a job. So that led to the behavior and the habits of, you know, researching different jobs out there, applying to those jobs, interviewing for them. And sure enough, I got a job because my belief created certain behaviors. Fast forward almost a decade where I've rewired my thinking, I ended up rewiring that belief. And I realized that I didn't have to choose just one and that I didn't even have to choose from the choices from those paths that were laid out before me. I realized and rewired that thinking, that belief that I could create my own. It's like create your own journey, create your own job, create your own life. What you choose to believe creates your reality. I often think about how if I hadn't chosen to believe that being creative, being a writer, creating content could earn me money or make me a living, I wouldn't be sitting where I am today. And that one belief right there and being able to rewire my thinking around how I could earn money, how I could make a living and what that could look like for me snowballed into so many other things. It snowballed into writing multiple books, not only just fiction, but also dipping my toe into nonfiction in the personal development space. That belief led me to creating my YouTube channel, to starting this podcast, to self-publishing my books, to becoming a coach for creatives, to going on my very own book tour. Without that, that original belief that I ended up rewiring around how I could earn money, how I could make a living, no matter how quote unquote impractical or unrealistic it might seem, without that belief, none of these other things, like I couldn't even have conceived that the things that I've done up to this point had even, you know, were even possible for me. 
It all started with that one belief. And that right there is what an abundance mindset looks like. That's what trust in the universe looks like. Everything I do now is the behavior that was created by my belief that this is what is possible for me. So I want to ask you this, where are you limiting yourself? What restrictions have you placed on your life and where did they come from? What beliefs do you hold and what subsequent behaviors have followed because of those beliefs? And if you don't really know what your beliefs are or that feels kind of fuzzy to you, then work backwards. Look at what your current behavioral patterns are and try to figure out what potential belief they could indicate. So here's an example for you. You know, if you're stingy with your money and you hoard your cash and your belongings, perhaps you hold a belief that one day it's all going to run out, that your belongings, like you know, that like you're going to lose your house or you're going to lose all your belongings and all the money is going to run out. So that's a restrictive mindset when it comes to wealth. Another example is, you know, if you count every calorie and deprive yourself of nutrient dense foods, perhaps you hold a belief that being healthy, and I'm doing air quotes here, is only about what your body looks like on the outside, or to go even deeper on more of a soul level, that a number on the scale is the measuring stick for your self-worth. Another example, if you prioritize everyone else's needs above your own and always feel exhausted and underappreciated, perhaps you hold a belief that people-pleasing will pay off one day in terms of approval, acceptance, love. So your behavior of filling everyone else's well first is only going to leave you empty and dry, and then you'll really have nothing to give at all. So what are you choosing to believe and what behavioral patterns have stemmed from that belief? Because if there's one thing you absolutely must believe in, a belief that you must hold constant, it's the belief in yourself, your potential, your capabilities. If you believe that you have what it takes to write that book, you will develop behaviors and habits to write that book. If you believe that you have what it takes to start your own business, then you will develop behaviors and habits to start your own business. If you believe that you have what it takes to run a marathon, then you will develop behaviors and habits to run a marathon. Your beliefs create thought patterns and behaviors that ultimately shape your reality. So choose the belief in yourself Choose to believe that you can become a best-selling author. Choose to believe that you can run a full marathon. Choose to believe that you can quit your job and start a thriving online business. So today I will leave you with one question that you have complete control over. And that question is, will you choose to believe in yourself? Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.